the Eric in the Morning podcast. What's the best way to pay your ComEd bill? Whichever way works best for you. Choose from a variety of ways to pay at ComEd.com slash pay ComEd powering lives. Welcome to the Eric in the Morning podcast on 101.9 The Mix Chicago. All right, take it away, Eric. All right, uh, more Melissa issues to deal with. Well, today's hey, I was wondering. Uh-oh. I got an email. Uh, for Melissa. Hey, Eric, it's Melissa. I know. Hey. I know. Uh, first of all, did you get my text about those auction items? <laughs> well, you didn't yeah. respond. Yeah, we, uh, we, we've been through this. <laughs> By the way, they even have a real Maverick mask Tom Cruise wore in the plane on Top Gun that was expected to go for $50,000. Cool. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> I was driving my car and I only had three miles to empty. Just reading that sentence gives me anxiety. Oh, no. Gives me anxiety. Okay. True story. I was driving my car yesterday. I have 85 miles left. I actually sought out a gas station to fill it up. Oh, my God. Okay. Because if I dip below 100, I panic. Really? In case all of a sudden I have to go somewhere 100 miles away immediately. (laughs) And there's no gas stations on your way there. Which is why I can never have an electric car. Oh, right. Because of the uncertainty, if all of a sudden I have to go somewhere and I'm not fully charged yeah, and I don't right. know if they have charging, I can never do and it. And forget about it in the winter. Right. It drains that battery. Forget about it. I needed to get to the dentist. Once again, this is Melissa. My question is, by the way, how often do you go to the dentist? About every two to three days? Um, I wish. I love going to the dentist. That and getting my crazy. I do. I love it. My um, question is... Oh, I'm sorry, every six months. Every six months. My question is, how far can you go before your car sputters out of gas? Is there a law or general rule car makers use to keep you going? I don't think there's any laws, but I could be wrong. Do you have an extra five miles? An extra 20? Why not just fill up before you get to three? Well, what happens if you forget to fill up, you get on the highway, and then you're in that spot, and you realize you're low on gas, and then you're like, wow, where's the next exit? Because, you know, you're like, but you're getting more like see, southern Illinois or see something. See what you're doing now. Gives me anxiety because what? what you're saying is, I thought about that seven exits earlier. Well, sometimes, you know, you think, oh, you know, I'll get some gas in a little bit. And uh-huh. then you get on the highway and then you start, then you look down and you realize, oh, I forgot to get gas. And uh-huh. then you're waiting between exits to pull over. So your gas tank, it has, it has happened once where it said zero. You've gotten to zero. I've gotten to zero. And I would I'm have like, to throw the car away. Mm-hmm. I would. I would be so like I got now. I got to throw the car away. I don't yeah. want it. Right. I have to throw the car away. And I thought to myself, Oh my god, OMG. am I going to make it? Right. And so I don't know how much. Time does it ever? Have. Does it ever say negative three? Does it go to the negative? So once it gets to zero, does it just stay at zero? Yeah, stays I, at would, zero. I would hope Mine it would go to zero because I went an extra couple, two or three, at least two or three miles after zero, and oh I. Oh my god! Didn't I would. I would be. I would break into an all over rash. Oh, you know, I was panicking, but oh, I don't know how far you can go once you hit zero. Does anybody know three one two two three three one zero one nine? Once you hit zero on your gas tank, how far can you go? In my mind, you don't go any farther. You're stopping right there. That's not the case. <laughs> I guess. How far can you go? Anybody know three one two? Because Melissa now 
Here's what my concern is. She's going to get the answer. Some of you, well, you're going to be like a car deal is going to go, well, you got another 20 miles there. And now Melissa's going to start riding for 19 miles on zero. Right. <laughs> I'll be counting. How do you know how long you're on the zero? That's the thing. Uh, you got to watch your odometer. Well, so your light turned on before the zero, right? Oh, long before. <laughs> right, like 50 miles before. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, I get a light. There's a lot of lights on her dashboard she ignores. Yeah. A lot of lights up there. It was a tiny little light. 312-233-1019. Once you hit zero, how far can you go? Any 530 Club? Anybody? Thank you for joining in this morning, Mary. Appreciate it. Hello. Good morning. Uh, So Melissa gets her uh, gas tank down to three miles left, it says. There are warning lights going off. Things are flashing. (laughs) Noises are being made. People are trying to wave her down, get gas. But, of course, she doesn't notice. So uh, she wants to know, uh, how much farther can you generally go once you hit zero? My dealership told me I can go another 15 miles, but I've never tested it. But that's what they said. They told you 15, huh? That's what they so said. gave you a warning. I, okay. Well, that's yeah. good to know. I wonder if every car maker is like pretty, that's pretty standard or? So, Melissa, if you had 15 miles, would you wait until like the 14th to start? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite, but I definitely was like, okay, I got to find a gas station. Are you this way, Mary? Do you wait to this, you know, final moment no. to get gas? No, it was just a really, it was a fluke. And yeah. I actually, um, happened to stop be going to the dealership and i'm like is this how much farther would i have gotten yeah all right like, ah, you know another 15 okay yeah. i have a question oh i'm sorry i have a question for you mary all right Pardon? yeah i have a question for you who yeah. is more sick okay melissa who waits till it gets to zero and then wants to know still how much <laughs> more can i eke out of this okay <laughs> Or yes. me, true story, last night uh, I was uh, at a quarter tank and panicked. So I stopped at the gas station, but I only put $20 in because the gas price is two thirty nine, And I know the what? gas price in Wisconsin when I go up to the cabin is two oh nine. Oh, you're killing me. So I me. insist on filling up up there <laughs> to save the 30 cents a gallon. So I just put enough to get me to Wisconsin so I can fill it. Sure. Who's more sick, me or Melissa? I'm with you, Eric. I'm more like you. So yeah, there we go. I'm not answering <laughs> who's more sick. Right. I'm just saying I'm more like you. Well, right. Mary, I can I can be sick. Yeah, I don't push it that much, but I can push it sometimes, and I know I should not do that. Yep. But I don't want to be like you either. Well, thanks. Not <laughs> many people do, really. I crazy, you know, right. thinking that way, too. I, I, I know the gas price of every gas station within a 60-mile radius. I know them all. That is like that's something that's just built in. Gas like buddy. I can I can go past a gas station, see two eleven, go. I can do better. <laughs> I can do better. I know four miles down the road, there's a BP at two oh nine. I'm going there. Oh my gosh! I know. And then I fill it up completely. I don't even look. How crazy yeah. does that make? Let you me ask you Most this. people don't. Do you, I think people do. Do you use rewards? So this is the thing. When you use your rewards from like your grocery store, you type it in. It'll be like, do you want to save three cents a gallon today? And the answer is hell yes. Do you do that? I don't even. Uh, I, I don't. Ah, grocery store. Grocery this is store? a whole they new grocery store. Gas stations what, what, with yeah. rewards. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Well, what's a grocery store? You can have <laughs> things t- right. Yeah. You right. can tie it in where you uh, get rewards for one from the other. Yeah. Uh, grocery store. I know not what of you talk. <laughs> I'll introduce you to this whole world after the show. Yeah, I'm all right. You're gonna, it's gonna change a, your life. I'm okay. I'm doing the math in my head like I'm like thirty cents a gallon. I'll probably get ten gallons of gas, maybe fifteen. So what's that? Look like, at the amount I'm gonna save. A dollar fifty. I know how you can save three cents a gallon more. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> 
48% of people uh, say online shopping has made them happier while quarantining, while quarantining, while 39% of people have bought something online during the pandemic that they wouldn't have otherwise purchased. You know, uh, items like this. Nick. A wine bottle cutter. Wine bottle cutter. Like the cap? No, you like cut the wine bottle and you could actually make it into like, a glass. I've seen those, yeah. Oh, yeah so you can like yeah. keep pens in it and stuff. Huh. Right? Correct. Correct, yes. Okay. Uh, you're sitting around. It's like uh, 3 a.m. You're saying to yourself, man, I need somewhere to keep my pens. Right. You've already <laughs> drank three bottles of wine. And then this thing pops up. You're like, there's my answer. <laughs> right there. Hey, Greg. How about a Big Boss Air Fryer? Big Boss Air Fryer. Yeah. Thought you'd get a ton of use out of it. Never really did, huh? No, it's sitting in the box in the cabinet. Yep. One of these days you're going to boss air fry. <laughs> but not today. Uh, the online purchase you wish you'd never made, Rick. Yeah, I purchased uh, Indy 500 tickets for this year. Indy 500 oh, tickets. Yeah, yeah you're not, you're not you going. I'm sorry, Rick. Lori. A Ninja Foodie Grill. Ninja Foodie Grill. Still in the box. Yeah. Yeah. What do you... Do you what do you make on it? You're supposed to be able to grill on it indoors, but right. oh, right. summertime. Food yeah. for ninjas, Eric. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Uh, at number three, the unnecessary online purchase, Sue. A calming collar for my dog. Calming collar Ooh. for your dog. Oh, don't those work? Or No, she already destroyed She destroyed it the yeah. first day. She actually Aww. destroyed the calming collar. <laughs> oh, no. At uh, number two, your online purchase you didn't need, Dave. A Joe Exotic Make America Exotic t-shirt. Two sizes, too small. Two sizes, too small, the Joe Exotic shirt. Shoot! And finally, in at number one, it's late at night. You make an unnecessary uh, unnecessary online purchase and pick up a what, Tori? A tortoise. A tortoise. An actual tortoise? You bought a live yeah. tortoise? I did. <laughs> Wow! What? Really? What? How'd that happen? Yeah. Um, I got laid off twice and just bought a bunch of reptiles, and I bought a tortoise. <laughs> it's the weirdest yeah. sense ever. You that know, is. If a, yeah. then B. Well, Eric, most people when they're laid off buy reptiles. That's what happens. Yeah. I had no yeah, idea. Why did you pick that? Um, because I don't know. I all of a sudden wanted like a tortoise out of nowhere, and I got one. And then after, I got a bearded dragon and a leopard gecko. It was oh, very yeah. impulsive. It was wow. very impulsive. Uh, <laughs> where do you get them on like reptiles.com? Where do you where do you get that well, kind of stuff? I actually like ordered it off of Petco and then went and picked it up. I oh, got you. Picked okay. up your tortoise. How big is your tortoise? Loving. Um, not very big. It's like a palm size, but um, I kind of regret it because. It doesn't do much, and <laughs> you're I don't expected know. what to yeah. like juggle, <laughs> take it for walks. You know, I thought we'd go to the park, it run around, and be, you know, we'd be fetching stuff. The I fetch takes like four life. days. <laughs> I throw the ball too far. I have to sit out. Oh I got to put up a tent. See, it's crazy. I come yeah. back the next day. He's just getting to the tennis ball. <laughs> he'd like come up and like be excited to see you. <laughs> I thought he'd be more active. Three one two two three three. One zero one nine. Hi, Jill. Hey. Can you explain to me why when you're heading from point A to point B and there's no, it's not like point B snuck up on you. You know where you're going. Why do you wait until you arrive in the cars and park to start gathering up and getting ready? I, I said, I think it's because obviously a woman never just hops into a car like a guy does packing just for themselves their wallet, their keys, 
we have like entire um, households and plans with us to get in and out of the car. We brought stuff for Susie. We have, you know, Craig's lunch. Mm-hmm. We've got our coworkers. Mm-hmm. A little item that they might want. We have mm-hmm. so much stuff. Mm-hmm. We do. We just have a lot of stuff with. All right, okay. You uh, and everyone else. I, I got it. All right, let's suppose then. Fine, I'll accept fine. that. Uh, Jill, you and I are uh, riding from uh, Oak Brook uh, downtown. Why don't you start that preparation for Jill and Craig and the coworkers around Oak Parkish, knowing that when we arrive downtown, here we go. Why? Why is that? Ah. Yeah. Plus, you want to relax, right? Yeah. We we okay. the car with all our gear. We want to relax. Okay. So. Well, let me ask you this then. Fine. <laughs> uh, that's that's all fine and well. Uh, that's that's okay. Okay. Why do you insist on taking your shoes off in the car oh. and waiting until we get to the destination to find them? There isn't a man alive who kicks his shoes off in the car. Whip, do you take your shoes off in the car? Never, ever, no. But everyone do that takes to, their shoes off in the car people. and then waits until we get there to try to find her shoes again. Why? Because because cute shoes are not necessarily comfortable shoes. Mm-hmm. All right. So you, you got to get them off so that you can relax in the car fully. Can you snag them about Austin or Harlem on the way in? Snag them as we're heading downtown? You don't even. You can wait past Oak Park. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Can't you just let us it. relax Jill, until we get there? Jill, he doesn't get it, Jill. Hi, Lori. Hi. Hi. Uh, your take? Uh, it's, actually, it's actually not me. It's my husband. So, what? So he acts this yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He knows, you know, he obviously knows we're pulling up somewhere. And then it's the old... Uh, Test, uh, spectacle, testicle, wallet, and watch. And he's got to find everything. He's got to check them all. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's got a sequence. He works top to bottom. He does, absolutely. So, uh-huh. yep, it's him. What are the? What is the sequence again? Spectacle, testicle, wallet, and watch. There you go. Oh, nice. Yep. All I keep hearing is Got my glasses. <laughs> the boys are in their place. Uh-huh. Uh, everything else is ready to go. And it's true. He could plan that a few blocks before you get to the arrival. That's nice to do it right before. How can I back out of godmother duties after my friend sprang the godmother roll on me at the christening? Oh, see, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. And you got to ask when you know, like, you're having, you're on your third martini somewhere, so you can yeah. right trap them. Yeah, well, well, that it gives you <laughs> gives you an opportunity to go. Oh, that's so sweet. I have to run to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And you in the bathroom, you can organize your thoughts. Oh, sure. right. Exactly. Stay as long as you want right. in there until you got leave. the story. Right. Well, that's true too. <laughs> Whatever. Just tell story. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I, I mean, at the altar, the christening's happening. Mean, you know, the Lord is there for crying out loud. Right. What are right. you going to say? No. Yeah. Then you're uh, then you're locked in contractually. And you can't get out of it. Uh, hi, Rich. Hi. Uh, how yeah, can a- you back out of the godparent role? Well, you really don't have to back out because I'm a godfather, and there's nothing you really have to do uh-huh. other than maybe get them a better present at their birthdays. Right. Because unless the parents die, you're off the hook. And is that uh, is that policy still in place, or is that antiquated? Is that That's what a- I want to know. The godparent parent well, is... A godfather or godparent, according to why you do it, is that you will raise him in the God-fearing way that they wanted to be raised, uh, the original parents. That's in that contract I just told you about. That's what I'm saying, but do people, does that, do they follow through on that? I don't know. Do you want to run that risk? Mm. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Can you add another kid to your group? Right. And next thing you know, you're the godfather and you find out the parents are 
you know, living like a crazy lifestyle. You're like, listen, no skydiving for you guys. Right. You're selling <laughs> that gotta, motorcycle we tomorrow. We got to keep yeah. you safe because you don't want me taking over. Right. You go on a trip, you're taking two different planes. That's right. <laughs> uh, hi there, Rich. Hey, how you doing? Uh, you turned down the Godfather role? I got to just throw some advice out there. If you know you're not going to do it right and you still get pressure to do it, just right. try to back out, man. I told this guy. I knew he was an overbearing guy, even though we were friends, and I could only take him in little bits and pieces. Right. I'm not even religious. I'm an agnostic. So I'm like, why asking me? No, right. no, bad idea, guys. Right. Bad idea. Bad I idea. am so the wrong yeah. choice. Right. And, I'm and like no, a meat no. eater you're taking to a vegan yeah. restaurant. This yeah, is going to work. And they're, yeah. and they're putting the pressure on, no, Rich, you'll do a great job. I'm like, you're, I'm not going to just start believing in God. Because right. of you. Oh, so, no. I won't do a great job. <laughs> I'll do a terrible so, job. And, and sure enough, sure enough, we lost touch in two years. I still feel bad about it to this day. So, oh, you know, it, yeah. You know, but yeah. it, you just could see it coming, so just don't accept that responsibility. Right. I'm peer yeah. pressured into it. My Pretend whole family's you don't like, hear oh. them. Like when they say, like, ah, ah, oh, oh, my God. Oh, get yeah. no, I had my dad on it, my mom on it. Right. They're doing, uh, it's a great honor, it's a great honor. I'm like, listen, it'd be a great honor to do another job, but if right. I'm not qualified, I don't right. think I should do it. Be, it's a great honor to be a you know, man of the year for the plumbers union, but if I'm not a plumber, <laughs> I don't deserve the award. <laughs> That is so funny. 312-233-1019. Mother wants future daughter-in-law's fertility tested before she can marry the son. Strange request. Yeah. (laughs) My in-laws asked me to blank. All right, we have three finalists here. Ready? Yep. Three finalists. My in-laws asked me to. Finalist number one, Brian. Uh... My in-laws asked me to lo- no longer be a Chicago Bears fan. Going to have to decline that invitation. <laughs> wow. Going to have to take a pass on that, I hope. They must be yeah, Green Bay I, people. No, no, they were original Chicago Cardinals fans. Mm-hmm. My father-in-law believed that Hellas chased them out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a joke at first, but when I started finding stuff that I had, like Chicago Bears stuff, uh-huh. thrown outside in the front yard, I'm oh, like, wow. Seriously? Wow, you know, oh, wow. Like, they take no, it like, seriously from... It's like a 60-year yeah. grudge. Yeah. You got to <laughs> no, let it go yeah. after 75 years. Jeez. Wow. All right, hold on. Actually, I have a tie at number three. Uh, Sandy, my in-laws asked me to. When I was pregnant with my third baby, I told my mother-in-law my due date, and she gave me a list of dates around my due date that I wasn't allowed to have the baby on. Do not have the baby on these dates. They're already taken up by, like, other people. (laughs) Yeah, there was an anniversary. There was my brother-in-law's birthday. Right. And then my nephew's birthday. We don't want to double up anything here. Everybody's got to have their own individual day. Yeah, be considerate, why don't you? Did you have the baby uh, close to any of those days? Um, I had it, I think, three days before my sister-in-law's anniversary. Way to go. Way to find the opening. I hope it was on her birthday. Hold on. Your in-laws asked you to what, Emily? Uh, they asked us to give back the baby shower items they gave us about a year after we had our baby. What, what was the reason behind that? <laughs> uh, my brother-in-law and his wife were pregnant. Oh. So they wanted to give them they wanted, those items. They wanted to re-gift it. <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> did you do it? Yeah. No. <laughs> like, like, what kind of items did they say? All right, you've used it for a year. Now it's his turn. Like a stroller, a pack and play, um, yeah. a couple other things. Yeah. Right. You don't know if you're going to need it again. Right. It's yours. Right. What if you have another one? And finally, your in-laws asked you to what, Colleen? 
Well, before we were married, my in-laws asked me to step out of a family photo in front of all of the, um, at a wedding, in front of all of the wedding parties, aunts, uncles, the cousins. And I got to sit in the front row and watch the entire group of 40 people take a picture. And you were married. No, they weren't married yet, you said, right? Just before, yep. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. But you were engaged? Well, we no, not oh, not yet. Okay, see? Maybe you should have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. We've been dating six years. We hadn't locked it down. We're gonna need you to step out of the oh, family. Oh my! Just in case. Sign that dotted line. <laughs> now, if you're married, I kind I, I get it. Yeah. I get it, but you know, yeah. maybe. Yeah, they're being technical As with the, the pictures. Friend, you want to step right. out. Yeah. The last thing you want to do, you know, what you do, you just take two, one in, one out. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Just in case. But it's awkward yeah. to be like, now can you move? <laughs> Who's it going to be? Don't be a Bears fan. Uh, don't have the baby on these dates. Give our baby shower gifts back. And do you mind stepping out of our family picture? Melissa. I'm going with the Bears fan because they actually threw his stuff outside. Whip. I like the list of dates that you're not allowed to have the baby. Violetta. Yeah, I'm going with the dates. All right, the dates it is. You were all great. We appreciate all of you calling. Congratulations, Sandy. Nicely done. Thank you. Five ways. Couples can keep their relationship hot. Number one way, keep your significant other, keep your mates blanks, and go back and look at them from time to time. What would that be? I think this. I thought this was really easy, but then you made the who farted face, Melissa, like I you were struggling with it. I am. I, I don't know. Yeah, Laura, what do you think? I think pictures. Keep your uh, significant other's pictures so you can go back and look at them. That, that makes sense. That's not it, though. Okay. Keep your significant others what? So you can go back and look at them from time to time. Janet? Text messages. Exactly right. Oh. Don't delete their text messages. Go back and reread them from time to time. Now, they're talking specifically the most loving ones, not the why is the bathroom so dirty ones. Right, or checking what time they got home text. Right. Keep your mate's (laughs) most loving text messages on your phone and reread them from time to time to keep your relationship hot. Good advice. Good advice. Nicely done. How's it going, Janet? Great. Uh, welcome to a yeah, midweek one. Yeah, you those hot ones. Yeah, you got to reread the hot ones. <laughs> a lot of couples send a lot of hot messages back and forth all the time. Whip and his wife, it's like oh. nothing can, but heat. You can see his <laughs> newsroom glowing Man. from all the heat. Yeah, you got to oh keep the phone out of here. Hot stuff. Uh, this came from relationship experts who used one example of a couple where the woman... Jenny knew she'd find uh, something somewhere, but never knew in what form or where she would find him. And she ended up with a great man, kept his notes that included statements like, you're the center of my life. And my challenge is to keep you in love with me for a lifetime. Oh, wow. You're hot. You're beautiful. You have class. You've entranced me. You know, stuff like that. that, You have to put all those together. Right. Those are all early in the relationship. Then it's why is the bathroom so dirty? Right. (laughs) Is there anything in the fridge? That kind of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Keep that relationship hot. Number two, make time to make love. You got to schedule it sometimes. (laughs) I guess you do. They have to use that word. It's what it says right here. Make time to to make love. Make time to make love. Hook up. (laughs) Yeah. You're the one who's all romantic now, and you... But I don't like that, make love. Like, would you text someone, like, hey, let's make love? What what word would you like... What what would you like used instead? Um, What would you like that to say? Make time to... I normally just say cuddle, but I mean... That's not what it is. Make time to... I do, like, let's, let's, let's do it later. That's so romantic. Well, I mean, I don't want to make love. <laughs> so, so you'd rather have a let's do it later 
text. Yeah. All right. I think I actually would. All right. All right. Do what Make later? time to do it. <laughs> hey, how's Tuesday at 4 o'clock? It says here on this list I'm supposed to make time to do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, number three, kick anything. the kids out of your bed. They don't need to be sleeping in there. Roll them out. Mm-hmm. They got their own beds. Number four, keep your pets out too. No dogs. That's hard to do because the, nobody the dog said scr- any of this was easy. The you dog have to do it. Scratches at the door. Well, you have to let fix that. Got to fix that. <laughs> keep the, you can let them in, just don't let them in the bed. It's a difference. Okay. And then finally, mm. at number five, do things together. As opposed to, you know, like your, your boyfriends or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I do think with you, uh, honey, but I've got something planned with my boyfriend. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> well, I hope you guys make time to do it. <laughs> yeah. That makes. Yeah, mom clashes with ex-in-laws who intentionally call the grandchild the wrong name. Kid's name is Luna. They're like, all right, you're eight now. You can handle it. We don't like your name. We're calling you Lily from now on. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're living uh, something similar. Kimberly. Yeah, my dad hated my son's name. Dad hates his son's name. What's your son's name? Um, his name is Alexander, but we called him Xander. And uh, my dad insisted on calling him Alex until he was like two. And we finally were like, you have to be done. This is ridiculous. Uh-huh. So he didn't he, he didn't hate the name. He just hated which part of the name you chose <laughs> to shorten to. Yeah, I guess, but yeah. it was so ridiculous. My son had no gotcha. idea who Alex was. He's like, all right, I, I don't like the name. I'm going to start calling him A Train. Right, right. Hey, like A Train. That's, that's what I'm calling him from now on. A Train. You can call him whatever you want. I love that. Uh-huh. Uh, hi there, Virginia. Hi. They don't like the kid's name? They don't. Uh, my daughter is going to be two in September. Her name is Callie Soleil. My in laws insist in calling her Soleil. But not even Soli. They want to call her Soli. Soli. Do you <laughs> yep. call her Callie? We all call her Callie. Everyone from my family calls her Callie. They insist on calling her by her middle name, but not even her middle name. Her middle name is Soli. They, they call her Soli. Soli. Yep. So we're doing a shortened version of the middle name that we aren't actually using. Exactly. Uh, how is uh, little Callie with that? Does she seem confused at the age of two? A little bit sometimes. Yeah. She's kind of just like... What? Right. Okay, sure. Well, you can get through it. Just hand her your phone. There you go. It'll all be better. Hey, Don. Hey, how are you? Uh, Great. They don't like the kid's name? No, they don't. The name is Cosette. Cosette. Okay. What do they think? They call her Cosette, like a cassette tape. (laughs) (laughs) They call her Cosette or Cassette? Hello, did I lose you? No, no we're right there. here. They call her cassette or cassette. Yes, exactly. Like yeah. a there you go. Yeah, exactly. You know, cassette, but with the right. Chicago lilt to it. Right. You got your hey, cassette. cassette. <laughs> That's how it rolls. Freaks from Florida. There's freaks from Florida. Yeah. Freaks from Florida. Hear about those freaks from Florida. There's a lot of them. Uh. The uh, freaks from Florida have uh, stacked up. It's time to dump the freaks. Okay. There's always so many weird things that happen there. Yep. yep. It is the center of weird, strange, no. unexpected stuff, and yet still the number one state for mail-in ballots, as we learned earlier. That's right. <laughs> uh, freaks from Florida. Florida's story. Number one out of Tampa. Florida woman caught trying to steal massive TV from Walmart. Hmm. 
That doesn't sound that weird. That just no, sounds like it's Tuesday. Seen that? Mm-hmm. Florida cops are seeking the identity of a woman who, uh, on Sunday afternoon, tried to push a shopping cart containing a massive TV out of the store of Mulberry, a town east of Tampa. According to police, a suspect, accompanied by a female friend, placed assorted electronic items into her cart before adding the 65-inch Philips TV wow. <laughs> and rolled it right out of the store. Wow, that is a biggie. On top of the TV story out of Dunnell in Florida, a Florida woman throws TV at male friend for watching adult movies. Um, Can only take so much of the porn. Yeah, Yeah, no kidding. The victim told Marion County Sheriff's deputy that 48-year-old Tammy Neville Marshall also struck him in the face with her hand after catching him researching pornography Wednesday night. That's what he said. I'm researching. Researching. I'm putting together a research project on (laughs) pornography. Yep. There's no reason for you to throw a TV at me. Florida man drives on the wrong side of the road to scare misbehaving kids in Lauren Hill, Florida. Oh, my gosh. Multiple motorists trying to avoid a head-on collision say they were forced off the state road by a man heading south who repeatedly drove into the northbound lanes. After the stop on the reckless vehicle, deputies found two small children crying loudly in the 2012 Dodge, which was being driven by 42-year-old Timothy Geica of Crestview. Geica told deputies that he was just trying to scare the kids because they were misbehaving. Uh, He's been charged with DUI. Uh-huh. Okay. Boynton, Florida. Florida man hangs on the hood of the truck and won't let go as vehicle speeds down the highway. I wouldn't let go either. Right. <laughs> Doesn't seem like the right time. Yeah. <laughs> the driver, Edward Hughes, told TMZ this dude hopped onto the interstate bloodied and frantic waving for the truck that he was on to stop, which Hughes says he did. Once he did that, Hughes claims the guy latched onto his hood and started using a metal object on his windshield. Hughes says he panicked, hit the gas, trying to shake the man off as he was successfully breaking through the windshield glass. Oh, gosh, that's like a zombie. Yeah, Hughes got, they actually have confirmed it was a zombie. (laughs) That's what they do in the movies. They crawl up, they don't let you go. I know, it is a zombie. Florida woman calls 911 when her fridge breaks. Cops bring a new one. They did not. That cannot be true. In Jensen Beach, Florida, Cheryl Nanaratus from Jensen Beach called 911 to ask for help with her fridge. When officers arrived, they informed her that 911 is meant for emergencies only. Fortunately for her, they also decided to see what they could do to help, realizing how upset Cheryl was. They knew they couldn't clear the call without taking action, so Deputy Markham, Deputy Elliott, and Sergeant Flynn made arrangements with the Jensen Beach Goodwill to donate a gently used refrigerator to Cheryl. Well, that's a nice story for Cheryl. Yeah, they brought her a fridge. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Uh, out of Fort Lauderdale. Update. Florida man who called the cops after his pet kangaroo got loose has been charged with misdemeanors. <laughs> Shouldn't have had a kangaroo, is that why? Uh, well, you know, a lot of different things going on there. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> Anthony Macias was charged with allowing the marsupial to escape. Okay. That's an official charge, actually. Right, allowing marsupial <laughs> escape. And having no record of purchasing it, both misdemeanors. Aha. Uh-huh. He also received a violation for not having a permit for the marsupial. Got sure. a permit. How of do you course. bring that from Australia? Well, you know, on a boat. The kangaroo jumped <laughs> into the headlines Thursday morning as he gallivanted around oh. Fort Lauderdale. Oh, Fort yes. Fort Lauderdale police eventually captured the animal before handing him over to the Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Huh. Mm-hmm. Florida man driving with lit candles sets car on fire. Have you yeah. ever done that? No. no. Who does that? Nobody, apparently. That? I don't know why. My car smelled bad, and I had a candle, and so I put it in the cup holder, and I lit it just for a little while. But I nothing bad happened. But I don't Except think... this story. <laughs> <laughs> well, the driver fortunate. told the firefighters a fragrant candle he was burning inside the car tipped over onto some papers and ignited the blaze. Oh, That's why you put it in the cup holder. 
The driver stopped the car outside of a restaurant and ran for a trash can to fill with water to pour on the fire, but by the time he got back, <laughs> oh the car was fully engulfed. Uh-huh. Wow. That's why you don't put a candle in your car. Yeah, don't do that, I guess. And finally, out of a sterile Florida, Justin Sutler was recently vacationing in the Keys with his family when he got bit by an eight-foot lemon shark. The 38-year-old needed two dozen stitches to close the wound. We're hearing a lot of shark attacks. Oh, and it's Shark Week, right? Yeah. Or coming oh, that's up? coming yeah. up. That's when yeah. Mike Tyson fights right. the shark. Right. Justin previously had been bitten by an alligator. So <laughs> he was bit by a lemon shark, now bitten by an alligator. His wife says she's nicknamed him Mr. Grumpy Pants after the incident. I bet I he would is. be grumpy too. <laughs> yeah. Shark bites me. The Eric in the Morning podcast. What's the best way to pay your ComEd bill? Whichever way works best for you. Choose from a variety of ways to pay at comed.com slash pay comed powering lives. Thanks for listening to the Eric in the Morning podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment of Eric in the Morning on 101.9 The Mix Chicago.